we present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell, and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. If you've been watching TV recently, you may have seen Tim Brooke Taylor searching for bright new talent in the <laughs> fame game. <laughs> Unfortunately, he hasn't found any for this program, so please welcome Barry Cryer and Graham Garden on my left. <laughs> Tim Brooke Taylor and Willie Rushton on my right. <laughs> and hurry us along, teams, we haven't got much time. This next game is called, which it is in fact the first game this week, it's called Battleship. <laughs> this first game is called Battleship. Each of our contestants has a grid in front of him in which certain squares are occupied by his craft. It's up to the others to try to locate those crafts. I'm going to start with you, Barry Cryer. Try asking Tim. Oh, right. <laughs> I won't get you anywhere. <laughs> C5. Oh, you've got my Sinclair. <laughs> he had a terrible experience, Tim. He had a head-on collision with an empty cigarette packet. <laughs> okay, Tim, you ask Graham. K9. K9. Oh, the thunk crux. <laughs> Graham, ask Willie now. I'm going to straddle you with a salvo, Willie. Oh. R2D2. <laughs> Oh, you've either got Moby Dick or Claire Rayner in a wetsuit. Um... <laughs> Willie, if you'll ask Barry now. Um, Z1. Oh, my punt. <laughs> well, not all of it. Z1. Z1, yes. Yeah. Uh, Would you want to go on? I don't. <laughs> this is the moment when I give the teams advance warning of the ball they'll be doing at the end of the programme. As you know, last week I invited listeners to send me some balls of their own choosing, and I put them all in this bucket, and uh, I'm now going to pick one out. Oh, was that what the bucket was for? Sorry, <laughs> Humphrey. <laughs> and I've got one here from steady, steady on, settle down, studio. I've got one from Mrs. Judith Brown of Abingdon, and it says the fisherman's ball. So that's what it'll be this week. Great, fisherman's Judith. Ball. Judith, what's your name? Judith. Judith Brown of Abingdon. I think I know her. I met her once. I'm sure I know her name. Never mind that. Just like to say to those, just like to say those listening to him, please don't send us any more suggestions. As we've already been inundated, and we'll be doing the other one next week. <laughs> and we go on now to. I think I knew her mother. We, we go on relentlessly now to the ad lib poem. This is one of my oh. favourites. I'm going to give someone the first line of a poem. And they continue until I buzz them, and the next person continues, and so on and so on, till we reach an artistic conclusion. First line this time is, I am a little fairy, and I sit upon a tree. Very candid of you, Hum. Who, who shall we start with? Let's start with you, Barry. Oh. I am a little fairy, and I sit upon a tree. And all the people, they walk past, and they all wave at me. <laughs> Hello, you folk, I always cry. How are you all today? It's no fun being a fairy. It's no fun being gay. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, it's bloody miserable. 
vastly overrated. <laughs> In fact, the last time I went out, and this makes me sound dated, was in the lovely summer of 1981. <laughs> oh. When I was spotted in my tree, someone said, You're one. <laughs> I've run one with one. That's close. <laughs> <laughs> I sat <laughs> on Scanchen, a leafy Scanchen. branch. Sorry? Scansion. Watch the scansion, please. He's having trouble with the rhyming, don't confuse him, don't <laughs> <laughs> I sat upon a leafy branch. He's so bad, he's a gay. As gay as gay could be. <laughs> I sat there for so long, my dears. It was 1983. <laughs> I'm never going to have some fun. I thought to my dismay. And then... I heard a shrill voice cry, Kaloo, Kaloo, Kalei. Come down, fairy friend. If you lend me just three quid, we could go in a boozer and there drink fairy liquid. <laughs> Let's do another one of that. Oh. Is that Tim? Oh, one less. Right here, Tim, you're going to start this one. Liz and Phil went up the hill on a pogo stick he bought her. What they went up the hill for, I know they didn't alter. <laughs> they went up the hill, you know, for a bit of fun. Because when you're royal, it's a heavy life. And there they met Clive Dunn. Whoa, said he. <laughs> <laughs> The Queen said, perhaps we could open him, but we haven't got the key. <laughs> perhaps we could break champagne on his head and name him, said good Phil. <laughs> the Queen said, pull yourself together and bounced off down the hill. <laughs> I thought that was a little gem. Right, we have a round now called Mad Wriggle, I'm afraid. This is a musical round in which each team will give us a folk song on a specified subject. Tim and Willie, would you like to give Graham and Barry a subject for their folk song? We'd like Songs of the, of the Road. Um, M for folk? That'll or? do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, As I walked out in the evening air Upon the old M4 I saw Joan Collins standing there Where she'd never stood before I said, dear Joan, will you marry me? And she said, I can't, it's Lent <laughs> And do you know, until this day, I don't know what she meant. 
Oh, like Graham and Barry, uh, that puts you well in the lead now. See whether you can catch up. Graham and Barry, will you give Tim and Willie their subject? I'm ready to go Gladly. Sweater for this. <clears throat> the, the lay of the jogger. The rounder lay of the jogger. <laughs> <laughs> Last lay of the jogger. As I was jogging out one day, pursued by Zola Bud. <laughs> Oh, he fell over, Mary Decker. <laughs> With a great resounding thud. She said, while we are down here, let's ruffle hearty old. <laughs> sorry. Well, he said, I'm sorry, darling, but I love Sebastian Cole. <laughs> Right, we come now to politicians' good? jargon. That was it. I thought that was good. You won. Oh, good. We come now to politicians' jargon. I want the teams to give us some politicians' jargon and then tell us what it really means. Anybody like to start? Yes, I'd like you, to start. Oh, you'd like to start. As the honourable member is perfectly aware, I have absolutely nothing to hide. Means you bastard, how'd you find out? <laughs> In the, in the House, in the debating chamber, when they say honourable member, what they actually mean is two-faced git. <laughs> when they say right honourable member, they mean right two-faced git. <laughs> May I just finish Sir Robin means you have a dangerous gleam in your glasses, clever dick, and I'm about to change the subject. <laughs> Fact-finding mission means freebie holiday. <laughs> For holding an inquiry means forget it. <laughs> order, order means shut up, you silly little boys. <laughs> that is a very good question. Means that is the only question I actually know the answer to. <laughs> but I'm still not going to tell you. <laughs> One moment is 5.7 minutes. <laughs> well, the short answer is, is 15.7 minutes. And in conclusion, 37.43. <laughs> There's only one way to curb this thuggery and violence, means ban the sale of alcohol in the House of Commons. <laughs> there is no alternative, means absolutely nothing at all. All night sitting means I shouldn't have had the oysters. <laughs> A reference to Willie Whitelaw. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's end on a high note there. We've had a committee sitting on sewage, but they've gone home to change their trousers. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play now Give Us a Clue. It's uh, an old favourite, as you know. Oh, yeah. Otherwise Brand known new. in the old days as Sharad. Graham and Barry are going to do the mime, and uh, Tim okay. and Willie will try and identify what they're doing. A film, a book, and a sexual deviation. <laughs> Four words. Uh, another four. Eight. Eight. First word. word. Of four or eight. The first first part of the first word. One word. All together. Yeah. All together. Right. Up yours. <laughs> right up yours. <laughs> Sounds like earlobe. <laughs> the robe. Um. 
third word. Little word. Little a. Uh, Anti-disestablishmentarian. Uh, uh, no. Gilly, gilly. The a of in, 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 nose. Who nose. nose. Smells. Smells. Nose. Days of wine and roses. Water. Water, Sounds water. Sounds like... Huh. Sounds like... Huh. 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 Sounds like... Do you want to go and read the card again? Oh! I thought you were doing the wrong one. Oh! Right. Well, you win that one, then. <laughs> Will you do mine now, Tim and Willie? Yes. Five films. Three-word film, all in one. Ten of Is that what Willie film. was doing? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I was just waving to a lady at the back of the audience. <laughs> <laughs> so it's well, I'm down. down the show. I'm not allowed to speak, Willie. I want it. It's a television film and a pair of one-size tights. <laughs> Two, second word. Second word. Oh, First syllable of second word. Brr. Cold. Cold. Chill. Freeze. Freeze. I can't what are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing You'll the draft. You'll never let God. I'm doing the draft from that contract. Oh, were you? Yeah. Oh. Who are the... Which are you doing? Oh, said it now. Just the contract. contract. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Got it. Got it. That was the draft. Oh, we come on now to Mornington Crescent. You may remember in last week's programme we had to abandon our game of Mornington Crescent. This was because Graham Garden used Fairlop when playing Lipman's Rules and we discovered that it was impossible to advance any further. Well, I've now spoken to the Mornington Crescent Board of Control and apparently they'll be issuing an amendment to the rules when they're next printed in 1988, as usual they coincide with the Olympics. <laughs> until then, or until we can persuade the local council to rename the street, please don't use fair lot, unless you want to spoil everyone's evening. All right, teams? No fair lot. We'll start with you, Barry Cryer. Ah. Palmer. Tooting High Street. Is it, are we still Lippmann, Humphrey? No, no, we're not doing Lippmann. No, no, no. Suspended Lippmann, so in case we... Did I make any reference to tooting, we're at Lippmann. Not walking into that little ambush, are we? Ah. Barking side. Excellent. Just up from fair lot. <laughs> Fairlock. Here we come. No, well, no, if we're not no. playing Lippmann, surely we can have Fairlock. No, we suspended Fairlock. The chairman said that. No, only under Lippmann. No, no. But if we're not playing Lippmann, then we can do it. No, under the committee rule. No, it was understood. Fairlock was out. No, I think we've, we've had to suspend Fairlock altogether until the whole thing's clarified. Otherwise, we're going to get Tim. We're going to get into no, hell. Okay, okay, okay. Please. Uh, um, we're we're yes. quite willing to dig his own grave and have Fairlock. That's all right with you. No, I'm changing it now. I'm not going to no. Do that. no, I'm getting scared. Now, Great Brewer Street. No, can't. Yeah. Sorry, listeners, I'm just conferring. Um, it's Lippmann's out and they've defended fair lot. Oh, Mornington Crescent. Yeah. Bloody. Uh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, you can't. Not yeah. you. That's right. Wasn't it right? I'll put it to Thank the audience. You. Put it Wasn't to the it audience. Right? Yes. I think money is Sorry, I think, I think all that uh, Lippmann's business confused you, but we'll, we'll uh, sort that out by next time. Just, just bad losers. Then. Now, we're going on to a round now called Sounds Peculiar. I'm going to play in a few bizarre I sound effects. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play some uh, bizarre sound effects, and I want you to tell me what you think they are. We'll start with you. Here's your sound effect, Willie Rushton.
That's, that's Michael Heselstein going through a revolving door. <laughs> Here's one for you, Graham Garden. <laughs> Marcel Marceau yes. with a sore throat. Or on his day off. Torval and Dean making a comeback. <laughs> Bo Derek going backwards. <laughs> she could play Crotty Modo if she did that, I've just realised. <laughs> here's, here's one for you, Dora sure. Taylor. <laughs> That's a British football supporter. Um, appreciating the medieval stained glass of a European cathedral. Uh, it was a shattering glass. What was it? Machine guns. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Uh, to the amused reaction of the local police. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Barry Cry, here's one for you. Neil Kinnock sitting on a fence. <laughs> OK, we've got time for some more now. Willie Ruston, here's another one for you. That was Barry Manilow, and I think he was sniffing Coke. <laughs> Could have been Pepsi, but what I'm saying. Time for the hoot. Time for Hunt's Hooter. <laughs> but One more for you, Graham Garden. <laughs> Could only have been Julie Walters presenting an Oscar. <laughs> Yes. Sally Field accepting one. <laughs> okay, Tim. Oh, here's yours. <laughs> that's that's Phil Smith breakdancing. <laughs> Also, it could be body popping as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's worth hearing that one again in the, in, we could in the light of your it. answer. Let's hear that one again. <laughs> Give us some skin, Sue. <laughs> okay. 
Right, now we're going to the last one, and this one's for you, Barry Cryer. Toad in the Ole. President Mitterrand with a frog in his throat. <laughs> well, now, during this series, we're going to be staging some contests to discover who's the strongest man here. Later on today, the teams will have to lift my car up and carry it home for me. Uh, that's because it's just been clamped. But back to the competition. Today's contest is called Squat Thrust, and we want to see how many of these painful and rather unsavoury movements they can do. Because of Barry's personal problem, we're going to let him do his behind a screen. A perfect screen. God bless you. Every day of his career has been a bonus, you know. And our lady scorer is going to come here. Oh, right. Did I tell you at home that we have a lady scorer? For 11 years now, I've been trying to get a lady scorer, like all the other chairmen have sitting next door. And we have... Give her an actual round of applause. <laughs> right, Ducky, if you'll go back with uh, Barry. Huh? Right. You ready? Off you go, team. Start now. One. Well, that's one. Oh, oh, the appliance. Oh, okay. Okay. 329. Your, your time's up now, team. There is squat left uh, on, but the thrust's still there. <laughs> Timbrook Taylor, 32. Looks younger. <laughs> Willie Rushton, 118. Uh, Graham Garden, trailing now at 23. Uh, I was doing the proper. And Barry Cryer. Now, if our lady scores, you give me Barry... You probably heard Barry say, that's one. It was the only one. Because I was trailing as well. So the winner of, the winner of that one seems to have been uh, Willie Rushton. Thank you. And it's level pe pegging at the moment. So let's go on now to the moment when I sit back and ask the teams for their late arrivals at the Fisherman's Ball. And this was sent in, don't forget, by Mrs. Judith Brown of Abingdon. Oh, yes. There's a fisherman at the Fisherman's Ball with no fish. He must feel completely out of place. <laughs> From Germany? Herring? East Germany, that's his red herring. Very <laughs> <laughs> welcome, please. Well, we'll Mr. and Mrs. Fish and their daughter, Jilly Fish. <laughs> Is yes. the piano all right? Yes, we've had a tuner. <laughs> well, apparently... I'm a bit worried he's wearing a herring aid. Oh. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Dozen Oysters and their son, Oliver Dozen Oysters. And it's brother, half a dozen <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Kant and their positively prehistoric grandmother, Celia Kant. <laughs> Raising the tail, there's Mr. and Mrs. Trite and their son, Brian Trite. <laughs> Hitler on the roof. <laughs> Almighty <Barry>. Todd. <laughs> and there's Mr. and Mrs. Biggins lately and their son, Courtney Biggins lately. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Well, I hope Judith Brown of Abingdon knows what she's done. Uh, that's the time when we say we've come to the end of this week's programme and invite you to join us again next time. Until then, from all of us, goodbye. <laughs> Barry Cryer, Tim Brooke-Taylor, Graham Garden and Willie Rushton were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme was produced by Paul Mayhew Archer. <laughs>